Oh shit. Welcome to What the Fuck, my weekly podcast by me, of course, Whitney, where I'll be delving into my own What the Fuck stories and life lessons and sharing them with you, motherfuckers, for a little bit of everyday relief, raw and unfiltered. Let's not fuck around. Let's get into it. I know, I know, I know, I know. I said it was going to be a weekly podcast and now it's been five fucking weeks, but give me a break. I had a little bit of brightest block, but I'm on this shit now, so it won't be happening again. So I'm going to roll straight into it from my last three episodes that it probably sounds like all my fucking podcasts are going to be on relationships. Eh, wrong. This one, I'm actually going to talk to you guys about how I made a fuck ton of money using the bank's money because I'm a fucking con artist, bitch. And that's how I fucking like it. So without fucking delaying anything, I'm going to get straight into it and tell you guys a little bit about how I've used balance transfers to make myself about 65k so far and probably it'll be around sitting around the 80 $80,000 mark by the time I'm done with these motherfuckers so to give you a bit of background when I was with my ex the this is the uber driver amazing thing about him yes I know that it sounds like all of it was negative but the one lesson I got from him was getting my shit together financially up until that point You know, I was out getting fucking lit every weekend, you know, spending up large, putting all my bills on my credit card and paying it back every pay and wondering why the fuck I had no money. I had like 20k in credit card, I mean debt, so that's like personal loans, credit cards, overdraft and shit. Like basically I was spending way more than I fucking earned. And when I met him, he's really big on financial security. So he was like, bitch I ain't dating you if you're still in this shit so I was kind of like oh fuck so it really made me get my shit together because he was not having it he would not have stayed in a relationship with me if I continued to be a fuck boy about my finances so he's kind of what spurred me into you know getting on top of my money and shit like that so I really had to level up in order to stay with him also one of my best friends, Lewis, you'll hear a lot about him throughout my podcast series. Um, he is obsessed with property. He's like same age as me, 33, actually just turned 34. But, you know, owns five fucking houses, you know, drives a BMW, you know, has a fucking mint job. He's just one of those super successful guys. He's super driven and stuff. So he was constantly on my ass to get into the property market because obviously that's how he's built up his portfolio. What kind of happened was I couldn't afford a house deposit. You know, it's 20% here in Australia. So you're looking at the average house price in Melbourne being, I don't know, at that time 600K. That's like 120K. Like, are you fucking for real? I don't think so. I had 20K of debt to pay back. One year into my relationship with Oobs, let's call him Oobs, that's what a few of my friends used to call him, he, I had started to really pay back down my debts, I had, I think I had dropped my credit card debt to like three grand, and I was doing really well, really proud of myself, but I still didn't actually have any motherfucking money in the account, so... You know, Lewis is in my fucking ear going, come on, you need to get on the property market, you know, to get in this shit, you got to, you know, start making money, blah, 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 blah. 
So anyways, he finally, he started, kept sending me links of things to land. So obviously I didn't, you know, in Australia you can even get by with 10% deposit on a house, but I didn't even have fucking that. Like 10%, if I'm looking at something that's like 400 grand, it's still 40K. Like who the fuck has that kind of money as a single person? Like not me, bitch, not me. So he's sending me links to land. You know, buying a piece of land and then you can build the house later. But that means that you're only having to come up with the 10% of the land and not the house. So you can kind of split it up. He sent me this link to this development that was being built out west in Melbourne. He was like, you've got to get on this shit. This is fast forward again, almost to the end of my relationship with Oobs. I kind of knew, I think we both kind of knew by this point that we weren't going to fucking make it. But I will give him this in that he did actually give me, lend me a little bit of money to put towards my 10% deposit. So I ended up going, fuck it, you know what? I said to my mate Lewis, I'm going to do this shit. But I only have like, I'd only saved up like two and a half K of my own money, which at that time took me a fucking long time to save because I had so many outgoings and shit. So my ex lent me about $4,000 and then I had only about two and a half thousand that I had saved up myself. I needed 16 or so to get, which would be 10% of my land deposit, right? So I'm thinking, well, shit, like I've got eight and a half K I don't fucking have. And I tried to say to put the deposit down with 5%. They're like, absolutely not. So then I was like, all right. Now's the time to get crafty. This is where it gets a little interesting for y'all. I'm very much that type of person that loves to fuck the system. If there's rules or if there's something that's not done or if I can find a loophole that goes around or ends up fucking the system, I will fucking find it. I guarantee it. So I was like, you know what? I spent all those fucking years in debt on personal loans, getting fucked over by interest, all these credit card companies. I'm a fucking shove one up their ass and I'm going to use their own fucking bullshit to my advantage. So what I did, remember I had 5% between my own money and my ex's money. I needed this other 5%, right? So I needed eight and a half K. I did a lot of research at this time. So if you're living in Australia, this is not a fucking promo, but this is, I just used this website because it was free. There's this website called creditsavvy.com.au and you can check your credit rating for free, right? There's another one. It's like the actual one that all the banks use. It's Vero or Experian, something like that. And that costs you to check that. So I was like, I'm going to check that. I waited about three months for my credit rating to come up as really good. So I knew like, bang, this is the time where I'll be able to do two credit reports. You know, like when you apply for a credit card or shit, that's called a credit report. At the same time and not, and I, was, and I knew that I'd have a good chance of getting it approved. So what I did was I hunted around for a personal loan for this other 5%, which is about eight and a half K, I think. And I tried to find one that was like the lowest interest. There's one called Citibank. What's Citibank? Uh, I think it was like 8.9%. So I balanced, I got a personal loan, sorry. And for the other 5%. So I went straight to the land developer, bam, put my money down. I had my 10% deposit, secured my piece of land. I think it was for 165K. 
And then I was like, you know, I had to pay interest on that, of course. And I had to start the repayments first of all. But I was like, hold the fuck on. What if I balance transferred my fucking personal loan for the other 5%? That means that basically all I've done was get a 0% fucking interest-free loan for my other 5%, which is going to make me a lot of fucking money on this land. So I did my research. I now... Bitch, I'm the balance transfer bitch now. Like, if you want to know anything about that shit, you come to me. You drop me an email and I'll fucking tell you which one. So I did a lot of research on balance transfers because, you know, they get you in various ways. And then I got one for, it was at 0% interest for 18 months. So I balance transferred my personal loan out. So now I'm paying back that 5% at zero percent interest and because when I bought the land they had said that you won't be able to like they call it the hand the title over so basically when they're developing the land they they haven't actually fucking they've just got a big piece of fucking land and they haven't like split it into lots yet and made it so that a person owns a chunk so it had like another year for that to happen they said, you've got a year. So then I was like, sweet, I've got a year to pay back this 8.5K at 0% fucking interest. And by the time it's paid off and I'm actually ready, it'll be worth a lot more fucking money than what I paid for it a year ago. So I was like, this plan's fucking the shit. I bought it for 155 grand, right? Remember, I didn't actually pay 155 grand. I just paid the 10% deposit to secure it. And it's now worth 220 fucking thousand dollars and I have not done shit so by the time my land gets handed over to me where I could either build on or sell it which I'm probably going to fucking sell it in pocket I'll be probably sitting on about eighty thousand dollars and bear in mind the only money I put in of my fucking own was two and a half thousand dollars the bank paid for half that shit I have not paid a fucking cent of interest in about three or four months. I would have made $80,000. Like, if you think about that, break that fucking shit down. How long would it take one of us, us Gen Ys, because, you know, we like to go out, we like to get lit, we like to buy, have our smashed avo and do our wine fucking tours in the weekend. How long would that take a single person on not a manager's salary to save 80,000 fucking dollars? And I, my rent that I pay on my own is pretty high. I'm paying like 1,800 bucks a month. That's a lot for one fucking person, you know. And I'm not even like some high bitch in the corporate sector. Like I'm still some low bitch. I'm going to break it down even further for you tell you about some these balance transfers all of us all of our fucking generation gen y gen z gen motherfucking e whatever the fuck you want to call yourself we all need to be fucking the banks we all need to be using their money to make us money let me tell you how you're gonna fucking do it okay big thing about balance transfers is we all have this real negative perception of them because they they, they target them at people that are low income or have a high amount of debt. So we're almost like, ah, we don't do balance transfers because we're not poor. We're not piss poor like Nipsey Hussle says. You ain't real if you didn't get that reference to my favorite rap song of all time. And anyways, going back, balance transfers are very much targeted at people that can't manage their fucking money anyway. So people that have higher purchases and 
credit card debts and all that kind of shit. They're targeting people that don't have much financial discipline anyway, right? The people are like, well, how do they even make money off balance transfers when you're not, they're not charging you interest for 12 months, 18 months, 24 months, whatever the fuck it is. Because who they primarily fucking target for these consolidate your debt balance transfer deals are people that are not going to fucking pay the money back in that time anyway. They're going to be out here balance transferring fucking 10 grand, doing the minimum payments of $30 a month because they're like, woohoo, my problem solved, I'm not paying interest. And then they get to the fucking 12 months and realize that they haven't paid shit back of their balance transfers and bam, they get hit with 22 fucking percent interest. That's how the bank makes money off balance transfers because 99% of the people that fucking use balance transfers are financially fucked anyway. So they're never going to pay the fucking money back in the time. You just want to like use the system to your advantage like I did. This is where you take advantage of a fucking balance transfers. Think about it like this. You are basically getting free money that you haven't earned yet and the leisure to pay it back at no fucking interest. You basically can get this money up front and pay it back at no fucking interest, whatever you would save every fortnight, and there is no fucking consequences. You are getting a lump sum payment up front with no fucking financial consequence can I make that any fucking clearer I would have clapped but the thing is with balance transfers in my instance I used them for to help buy me a house that will make me about eighty thousand dollars when I haven't done fucking anything now that's what the fuck I'm talking about the amount of work I would have to do to save 80 grand like I'm not prepared to fucking do that shit like I'm pretty financially stringent like and I'm and I'm not that person that has 20k credit card debt I don't have any I don't even have a fucking credit card now because I'm like I know myself too well this is what I want you all to think about if you had an interest-free loan of ten thousand dollars or under because remember unless you're earning really high amounts you're not going to be able to balance transfer super high unless you've got a house that you can already borrow against but if you're like me and you don't own a house yet or anything like that I wouldn't be I wouldn't be uh, trying to balance transfer anything more than ten thousand dollars I've got another little tip for you after this too so going back to my original question if you had an interest-free loan of ten thousand dollars just imagine it was from your mom your dad whoever how would you spend it to make you more money I'm going to repeat that again. If you had an interest-free loan from someone for $10,000, how would you spend it to make you more fucking money? Because that's what you need to be fucking thinking about. And that's what you the fuck you can use a balance transfer for. And people, you know, be going, ah, oh, but that's all good. But what if I got $10,000 out and couldn't pay it in the 18 months? Guess what, bitch? You balance transfer that shit out again. You balance transfer it again I just did it three months ago and there is no consequence as long as your credit rating is still on point what would you do like what would you do with that money like think about it you have 10 grand to spend you don't have to pay fucking interest on it how are you going to make more money using that money 
Is it going to be, are you going to go in with someone, a friend, your partner, family members on a fucking house deposit? If you're thinking about buying off the plan, because if you're buying an existing house, then you've got to have that money and that, you know, that financial, your mortgage and all your finance, your debts come into account. But if you're buying off the plan, like, I don't know what they refer to as off the plan in the US or something, but, you know, off the plan where you put the deposit down and then you don't actually get the apartment till like a year later once it's actually built because they're literally just selling you something on a plan right now. The thing is, is it buys you time because financially a balance transfer isn't going to do anything against you whilst you've got no mortgage. So if you're buying, say if you wanted to buy an apartment for 400 grand, right? And you buy off the plan and they say, okay, it's March right now, but it's not, apartments aren't going to be ready until December. That gives you nine months to pay off this balance transfer or get it down to a level where it doesn't affect your ability to take on a fucking mortgage. Going back to the question, would that be, would you use that 10 grand to go in with someone or friends, a group of friends, like however fucking many are friends, like we've got to start fucking thinking like this, our generation, because guess the fuck what? We can't be out here affording $600,000 houses for one person. Like, we can't fucking do that. It's not fucking the 70s anymore. We could pick up a fucking four-bedroom house for 32 fucking grand. Like, this is not the reality that our generation is fucking in. we got to get fucking real smart. So whether it's three friends, four friends, five friends, and you all put in 10 grand, you're going to make money together doing nothing and it'll eventually get to a fucking point where you could take the equity out and do your own fucking thing. I will bring it back. Uh, would, would you use that 10 grand to go into a house deposit with some mates or family members? Would you use it to start that fucking online store that you've been thinking about? Would you use it to start that side hustle so you can get out of that mind-numbing fucking nine-to-five? Let's go back a little bit. I really, really, really know my shit when it comes to balance transfer. So I need you to get a pen and paper if you give a fuck about making more money. And these are the three things you're going to look out for. First of all, you may have 24 months. They say, oh, 0% interest at 24 months. But where they will get you is they've what's called a balance transfer fee. So whatever money you're using to consolidate your debt, say it was 10 grand that you were like, oh, I'm going to chop this down for two, two credit cards. What you would be doing is you'd be looking for a 0% balance transfer fee. So say if you're switching over $10,000, then the 2%, usually the standard is 2%. You're getting hit with like, you're getting hit with $200 fees just to use the fucking balance transfer. Like, I'm sorry, but go fuck yourself, mate. My, what I want you to be looking for is 0% balance transfer fee. Tip number one, 0% balance transfer fee. The maximum I would accept would be 1%. If it's saying 2%, tell them to go and fuck themselves because they're already charging you up front what you would have paid in interest. So the first tip you're looking for is obviously 0% balance transfer 
a 0% interest over whatever term it is. If it's 29 or 4.9%, tell them to go fuck themselves because there are plenty out there that have 0% interest. Tip number one, 0% balance transfer fee. Tip number two, $0 first year annual fee. This is where they get you. Obviously, the more status you get up if you're wanting a platinum credit card or one with fucking Qantas points or whatever the fuck you're looking for, they start to charge really high yearly um, annual fees. And that's because of all the alleged benefits that come with these stupid cards, which never actually work out when you figure out the fucking cost per dollar. But what I'd be looking for is that even if it's, like an only one year the first year is free you're looking for a zero dollar first annual year fee worst case scenario if it's a really fucking good deal it has to be under a hundred dollars i would never pay more than 49 dollars to be honest but that would mean that my balance transfer deal would have to be legitimately the shit and this is tip number three how i got around Usually you can only balance transfer out existing credit card debt, right? So when you're filling out the balance transfer, you have to nominate a credit card number. So if you say if you got you're like me and you had no credit card debt, right? So you're literally using this balance transfer as a way to um you, you know use money for something else. So if you do not have any outstanding credit card debt, you have to have a credit card open. But what I did is I had one that had no debt on it, right? It was, so I gave them the number when I filled in the application for the balance transfer. Obviously, it's another bank because if you don't want to use the same bank what, that who you regularly bank with because then they're going to see that you don't have any fucking debt to consolidate. So this is what you do. You do not go with a balance transfer deal that's with your existing bank. You're going to go with a different bank or one that's not a subsidiary of the parent company that you're with, right? Then you're going to, when you go to apply for the balance transfer, you're going to put in a card that has no fucking debt on it, right? So you have a credit card, but it doesn't have any debt. So when they transfer the money, they don't check this shit. Believe me, I've done this three fucking times. They don't check that you actually do have the debt that you stated on it. All they need to do is make sure that it goes to another credit card. So they're just banking on that nine times out of 10, it is going to be debt that's consolidated, right? So you're going to put the number in for your existing credit card that doesn't have any debt on it. Then, because obviously you get hit with really big fees when you go to withdraw funds from a credit card to put it into your normal savings account or whatever right then you ring up your bank and I did this and I was it went a little something like this <clears throat> I was like hi there I'm really sorry but I've just I made a really stupid mistake what I did was I was actually organizing a transfer from one of my other accounts and I mistakenly put my credit card number could you arrange for the um for the funds to actually go into my check account please every time she'll be like I'm sorry. She goes, no problems, Miss Steele. We'll all arrange that and I'll reverse the credit card, the cash fee. Because usually they'll charge you, if you're taking money out of a bank account, even if it's in positive, not negative, they will still hit you with 2.2%. You know, and if you're to 10,000, if it's 10 grand, like you're going to get it with 220 bucks, fuck that. 
So that's what you do. You put a credit card on the application that does not have any money owing. Then when the money comes into your credit card, so obviously it's sitting there in a positive amount, you ring your bank and you say, I'm so sorry, I made such a stupid mistake and mistakenly put my credit card number in for my checking account. Instead of my checking account number, would you mind just fixing that for me and switching it over to my check? And they'll be like, sure, no worries and we'll, we'll dismiss the charges. Bam. Done. Uh. See what I'm talking about? This is how we've got to be smart, people. We've got to start fucking these banks up to our own advantage. And that's how you fuck the banking system over. If I had this opportunity again right now, this is what I would be thinking of doing. One, I'd be putting a bit of money into Airbnb experiences. I would definitely call myself an opportunity spotter. I am constantly on the lookout for new opportunities. That's why I cannot focus on one fucking thing because I'm constantly getting distracted by all the opportunities around me and I don't want to fucking miss out on them but Airbnb experiences is one that I'm definitely missing out on they're not that big in Australia yet but obviously if you're anything like me and I've traveled a lot I don't fucking go you won't see me on a fucking city tour you're gonna see me out on the streets with the people trying to get a taste of what life's like in that city. If you're in Australia, or even, doesn't matter where the fuck you are actually, you need to be thinking about an Airbnb experience. Like, you know, it's like a tour. Like for me, I could do, I have a candle business. I could pop up a Airbnb experience that's candle making with Australian scents. You know, some fucking tourists will come. They'll be in my area staying at an Airbnb and they'll look at like, what do locals do? What's something that I can do that's uniquely Australian and you'd be offering I don't know you fucking make good Italian food you'd have an Airbnb experience there like making pasta with my 90 year old nonna and charging 90 bucks a fucking head for two hours and you got eight people in your fucking house like put some money into that shit or you know me it would be my candle making like I'll charge 120 bucks a head for two hours and have eight people in there, it's almost like a fucking grand, like on a Saturday afternoon. I'll be putting a little bit of money into getting an Airbnb experience up and going and marketing the hell out of it on Airbnb and in Facebook group. The other thing I'd be spending my money on is setting up like a seasonal pop-up shop on Amazon. If you're in Australia, Amazon hasn't popped off yet. But it fucking will. Believe me. Amazon is bigger than fucking Apple at the moment. Even if you don't want a fucking online shop, do some seasonal shit. And all you gotta do is look up shit on Google Trends and see what's peaking in fucking July in Australia in terms of search. Google Trends is fucking free. Like, I did this. I will say, you know, I fucking already have the side hustle and now I have a fucking podcast and I have a fucking full-time job but I would already looked at you know gin is like drink of the month or you know has been for the past few years and now everyone's trying to drink out of these fucking gin balloon glasses that came from Spain but you know they're the thing and they're probably only going to be around for another couple of years I googled 
via Google Trends gin balloon glasses and they all spike when it comes to the Australian summer because obviously that's when we're out drinking gin and that's when we want to have those fucking fancy glasses to put on our Instagrams, right? They're those big giant round ones that now a lot of gin comes in when you hit the bars. So obviously they started to peak in October, November, December because that's when everyone's there drinking outside and they want the glassware to go with it. So I was like, you know what, fuck it. So I started Googling how much are these gin balloon glasses in Australia. They're like 40 bucks for four and some of them are like 40 bucks for two. And get this, the fucking department stores here in Australia that are buying them are so fucking lazy that they use the you know has anyone has ever I hope I really hope everyone's heard of fucking Alibaba around here Alibaba is like you know the biggest Chinese fucking marketplace and you can get anything you fucking want right so these bastards didn't even bother to change the picks that were off the Alibaba manufacturer so they're just buying them in pallets of a thousand, paying two dollars twenty for them, and selling two for forty dollars and using the same pictures. So I'm like, okay, so these motherfuckers are selling them for forty dollars and they're buying them for five dollars. And I was thinking, you know what? That's it. I'm gonna do a I'm gonna do a seasonal pop up of gin balloon glasses for fucking summertime. Bam, easy forty grand right there, mate. All I'd need is 10 grand, build a Shopify site, $199. It's all in the template. You don't even need to be a coder or anything. I fucking did it. Then you build, you buy some stock. The minimum required on Alibaba was something like 500 pieces. Do a, you know, get your marketing friends to fucking help you. Bam, 40 grand like that. Like, come on guys. This is our generation. This is the age of where we run shit. Like, you, it is so fucking easy to make money if you think that there's a lot of money out there to make. So that's, if you ask me, if that's, if I had my time again and I had time, because I actually am so fucking time poor, I can't execute all these fucking ideas in my head. If I had my time again to use the balance transfer, that's the kind of shit I'd be probably focusing on. You know, I even have one of my friends that's from Charlotte in North Carolina and she's just built this Amazon store she was down here in Australia with me like three weeks ago we were just chilling having a really nice girls weekend away and stuff like that and she built an Amazon site she's had it for four months this bitch turned over her first 10 grand in a month she's sitting there we're drinking fucking red wine and shit and her I can hear the app going off, ching, 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 orders, orders, orders. And she got some fucking virtual assistant in, in the Philippines doing most of the shit for her. Like, come on, guys, make money doing shit the way that our parents used to do it. This is what I want. You can thank me later, but I want you guys to comment back on what you're going to spend your 10K on that you're going to balance transfer next week, all right? Don't forget my three tips. 0% balance transfer fee. Number two zero dollar first year annual fee and number three put down on your application a credit card that has zero dollars owing on it and then ring up your bank and say oh sorry I made a mistake can you switch it over to my check account and get the fee that they charge you for withdrawing out of a credit card reversed and that people and that's how I made eighty five thousand dollars with the bank's money and you're very welcome.